Welcome to History of the Batman, where we relive the defining moments of one of the most iconic figures in comic book art and literature, DC Comics Batman. I am your host, London, and welcome back to another episode. Since next week will be Halloween, which is one of my favorite holidays, I thought we could briefly talk about a few Batman-centric comics so you can get ready for the spooky holiday. Now, I know in the past I've discussed probably the one that everyone knows, which is Batman the Long Halloween, but that is definitely an essential Batman story. If you aren't familiar with The Long Halloween, it is by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, and it was a 13-issue year-long comic that started in December of 1996 and ran all the way through 1997. What you probably don't know is that there were actually three Halloween specials that Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale worked on on together in 1994, 1993, 1992, and they each focused on a different villain. One was called Madness, where it was focused on the Mad Hatter, and there were other ones that focused on the Joker, and these kind of set up the story arc that they would bring in 1997's The Long Halloween. But that arc focuses on a new killer called The Holiday, and he would commit a murder each holiday and it would start on Halloween and it would go through all of the major holidays. So one would be Christmas and New Year's and each one would focus on a different rogue. So the Long Halloween is a great arc because you get to see all these different Batman villains, whether new or old, and it had a revival of not only characters like Solomon Grundy, but also Calendar Man, who was a fun Silver Age rogue and now he's more of a dark character. And I'm sure many of you that have played the Arkham games see him as a very dark character within Arkham Asylum and that was spawned pretty much from Jeff Loeb's interpretation and it is also a great story for any Two-Face fans out there. It is a retelling of Harvey Dent's transformation to the colorful rogue and it is based on uh, Andrew Helfer's uh, Eye of the Beholder story which has that iconic Neil Adams comic book uh, cover which was from 1991 And it is really one of the essentials for Batman. And if you want to see different roles from Poison Ivy to the relationship and dynamic between Catwoman and Batman to kind of the climactic end to this story, definitely The Long Halloween. I read it every Halloween and I know many people that have. So it is definitely a story that you should check out. Now, the other two stories I want to talk about are more modern tales, but there are a few actually really great classic Bronze Age stories from the 1970s that you should definitely check out. One is written by uh, Dennis O'Neill, and it's called Night of the Reaper, and that character, the Reaper, actually comes back kind of full force in the 90s, but then also the creative team that features Steve Englehart, who was our guest in episode 74, he also wrote... um, stories that dealt with um, Halloween and kind of All Hallows Eve during the 70s as well. But if you have kids or you want something more family friendly than the holiday killer striking Gotham City, I always recommend uh, Derek Fridolf's and 
Dustin Wynn's uh, Batman Little Gotham. That series is one of my favorites. It's very lighthearted and kind of similar to Long Halloween. You get to see the Batman family and the rogues uh, in different holidays throughout the year. And But it's for kids. It's for everyone in the family. And, of course, it starts on Halloween. And you can pick it up in a trade paperback. And it is definitely one of my favorites. Dustin Wynn's one of my favorite artists. The watercolors that he uses is always very beautiful. I am a huge fan of his Descender comics right now. But if you want something more family-oriented for this holiday and you don't want to show the young ones movies like Halloween or It or anything else, then you should definitely pick up Little Gotham. It is a very fun read. And another story that is one of my favorites is by one of my favorite artists who has been on the podcast. is by Kelly Jones. And it is called Batman Gotham After Midnight. It was from 2008. And he was the artist and Steve Niles was the writer. And it kind of has that same uh, feel from Jeff Loeb's Hush and Long Halloween. It gives a kind of a mysterious new villain and it all happens within Halloween night. But you also get a really great look at Joker. I am a fan of Kelly Jones art because no matter what you read of Kelly Jones, he has the horror genre and that illustrative quality in anything that he draws, um, including, I guess this is a bonus, is his Elseworlds series with Doug Mensch and it is the vampire Batman Elseworlds. And you can read Batman and Dracula Red Rain. It is essentially a Dracula story where uh, Dracula and his vampire clan come to Gotham and so Batman has to get bitten by a vampire in order to fight these supernatural forces. Um, it is spanned over a three-issue series in the 1990s. It's Batman and Dracula Red Rain, then uh, then uh, Crimson Mist, and those stories are probably one of my favorites and you can read them all year-round. You don't have to read them just for Halloween. But if you want to have that spooky feeling, definitely read anything that Kelly Jones has uh, drawn or has been a part of. Uh, All of those stories, I think, are really fun. I think that if you want to read something Batman, definitely read those. And I think that uh, Batman in itself is a spooky character because he is a man dressed as a bat. And he usually uses the shadows of the night to scare his victims. So him being either a vampire or in a story that is scary or in a more horror genre is fitting to the character that Bob Kane and Bill Finger created in 1939. So Batman is totally a great character and comic book character to read during this spooky holiday. Now, this week, I also want to talk about, so this is half you know, talking about Halloween and half kind of promotion. So I'm sorry if anyone is going to be a little upset that I'm promoting this. But this week is Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con. And I am doing five panels this weekend and also involved in other Batman things. So I briefly wanted to talk to you about that. If you are in the Los Angeles area or you are traveling to the con, I definitely recommend it. It's one of my favorite cons. It has the feel of really huge guest stars from comic book characters to media characters. I mean, this year, uh, The Rock, who is going to be Black Adam in the DC Extended Universe in a few years, he is coming to promote his Jumanji movie. And there's just a lot of really awesome people across pop culture and in comic book culture that I think you guys really like. There are a lot of Batman creators that are coming. One of my panels is called Batman throughout the years, and I, it's going to be a huge panel. It has 
as uh, Tom King, who is doing a current run on Batman right now. Uh, Damian Scott, who has worked on Batgirl and Robin. There is uh, Steve Leiber, who is on Detective Comics. Uh, Ty Templeton, who is an artist on the Batman Adventures, which is the comic that's based off Batman the Animated Series. And among others, all of them are listed on the website. It's about, it's going to be seven Batman artists and me. And we're going to be discussing Batman's visual evolution thanks to these artists on the panel. So definitely come check that out. I am doing a Voices of DC panel. It's going to have Phil Lamar, who was the voice of Green Lantern in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited Animated Series. Greg Sipes, who is the voice of Beast Boy in both Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Uh, Diane Pershing, who I am very excited to meet. She is the voice of Poison Ivy in Batman the Animated Series, the new Batman Adventures, and in the DCAU. And we are going to have Andrea Romano, who is a legendary voice casting um, director. She has literally casted all of the voices for the DC Animated Universe and for Warner Brothers Pictures. And so if anything, these four have a lot of insight into the characters that they voice. And Andrea Romano has a lot of insight to the many, many years that she's dedicated to bringing these characters to life. So definitely come to the Voices of DC panel. Last year, I hosted the Voices of DC panel, and it was so much fun. Um, And then the other three, they're not necessarily Batman-oriented, but they are few of the fandoms that I really enjoy and that I know a lot of listeners enjoy as well. One I'm very excited about it is for Steven Universe. If you aren't familiar, it is a animated show on Cartoon Network and I am talking to the voice cast. I am talking to the voice of Steven and with this and Pearl and maybe other special guests. So you should come and check it out because you never know who's going to stop by. I am also doing a uh, panel with the with many of the voice cast members for uh, Dragon Ball Z and also I am doing a a He-Man and Masters of the Universe 35th anniversary panel so (laughs) sorry uh, Shadow Adam didn't know that I was doing that fifth panel and he he shook I'm sorry Um, so I am doing a lot this weekend there are no panels on Friday but there are panels Saturday and Sunday. So it's October 27th through the 29th. And if you use Batman on stanleyslacomiccon.com, you get 10% off your tickets at checkout. So any coupon is an awesome coupon, in my opinion. So I would love to see some of you guys come out to the show, come out to the panel, so I can say hi to you because I love meeting listeners and followers. It is one of the best things, and you guys are always so nice. And I would really appreciate it if you come out and support the con because it is always tons of fun. And you can meet other Batman creators. Neil Adams will be there. Greg Capullo will be there. And all different types of people. I mean, there's so many combo creators and one thing i really appreciate about stanley's la comic-con is that the artist alley is greatly appreciated i feel like with some other cons especially larger ones the artist alley can be drowned out by other media guests which i understand but this con really appreciates the artists and creators that are there that want to come and meet you guys and are appreciative of us who are the audiences and who read the books. So definitely come to Stanley's LA Comic Con if you can, and I would really appreciate seeing you guys there. I know this episode was a little short, but I hope some of the stories I talked about for Halloween, you guys will read this Halloween if you're staying in and watching scary movies on Netflix. And we will have more Batman episodes soon, but if you have 
any topics you want me to talk about in the future, I'm always open to suggestions or any comments or questions or anything like that. You can always email me at historyofthebatman at gmail.com. You can follow on Instagram at historyofthebatman, on Facebook and Tumblr and Twitter at historyofthebatman. And you can follow on YouTube as well. And please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. But if you have any questions, always email me at historyofthebatman at gmail.com. So I thank you guys for listening. And we are 76 episodes in. And I hope to do another 74 in this year and the following year. I enjoy doing this and I'm so appreciative of everyone's support. So thank you guys for listening and remember it's all about peace, love, and Batman. I hope everyone has a safe and fun Halloween.